anyway. talking about myself. Anyway. <laughs> the <laughs> train whistle. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. Yeah. They have these whistles. They, it's like a big wooden thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you put your mouth up to it. <laughs> it's got a couple of holes in the end. A couple. <laughs> Dose of those babies. This is Now we're rolling. Now we're rolling, Billy. Not even. Not even. <laughs> Thank you for that. Welcome back, everyone, to the Metal Nerdery Podcast. Que paso? Your gents are back, and you can check the show notes for the spelling, and at some point we'll have to cover some gent. Yeah. We have the Billiam. Hey. We have the Russell. Howdy. And we have the Wheeler. Hey. And today is going to be kind of a... I feel... I just wanted to say... I've been uh, properly fireballized. I've had one one shot of fireball now for breakfast, so it was delicious. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. Um, and so now I'm energetic and ready to go. It's like the second half. It's speedball part two. Speedball note part two core. There mm. we go. That's to make up for the core that was lost from the Pantera episode, which that'll be a trivia question for later on. <laughs> anyway, today will be kind of an educational thing for Matthew because I'm not as familiar with a lot of the death. That would be Mr. Chuck Schuldiner's brainchild of geniusness and also the brainchild of, or the, I guess, really the beginning of death metal. Yeah. So I guess in a way... Would you say that it's reasonable that Chuck Schuldner is kind of like the the Tony Iommi of death metal? The Godfather. Yeah. I would say so. Yes. I mean, there were some bands that I'm sure influenced death, such as Venom and uh, Sure, Possessed. but in terms of like, re- and even people have even said like Rain <clears throat> and Blood is almost like a pre-death metal album, like the beginning or kind of the spawn of it. But if you, if you which I kind of disagree with, I still think it's thrash, but the subject matter was darker, but death... It was it was the beginning of like death metal, right? Like with the you know the darker stuff and the subject matter. I mean, you can look at the you know scream bloody gore and get that, and even the first few albums before they got more you know proggy and that sort of thing, right? But I've done a little bit of digging because there's a few songs we played by death on prior episodes. I think we played the philosopher on a recent one, which is pull the plug. I fucking love that. Song. I love philosopher. I think it's a killer tune. Yeah. Um, there's one, I think it's the opening track to Symbolic, because I, I was trying to kind of cram and sort of taste a few things, if you will, with regard to death. I was trying to taste some different versions yeah. of death. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that a lot in my life, so it's not really surprising for this podcast, but but I wanted to kind of get an idea, and of course, most of them I was going by the intro, because it was just the whole album going all the way through, and hailed to death from Chuck for sequencing because they would usually have killer fucking intros. Yeah. But it was like death was very technical. Yeah. Very, very progressive, really. I mean, that what they were doing was effectively progressive metal. Yeah. Just with that. De- and the thing I like the most about death, I think, beyond the ridiculous, ridiculous crunchy ball riffs, technical crunchy ball riffs, ultra technical crunchy ball riff core. <laughs> But you could understand the the lyrics. I mean, clearly, because most yeah, for the most, most part, stuff, it's yeah. like Cookie Monster stuff or death metal. But it's like this was more of a you could really get it. Well, he could actually sing. Yeah, he actually had was, a good 
the way he sang was excellent. Yeah. It was, yeah, but but I mean, he could actually sing though. He yeah. just didn't do it as as part of death because of the image yeah. of de- of death, you know. Yeah. And, and and of course, the label didn't want him to do that. Yeah, either. but but the way it came across, like the way his lyrics came across, because they're clear as shit. Most death metal is just Cookie Monster mumblecore, and you can't fucking understand right. what the fuck anybody's saying. Mumblecore. <laughs> <laughs> But you can understand every fucking syllable. Like, even if you look at death lyric videos, you can... S- it's like, yep, I can totally hear that. There's no mistake what he said there. Right. And what I like about Chuck was death was totally his brainchild. Like, yeah. Yeah. Know, there's a great, again, me with the documentaries, but there's an awesome death documentary. Uh, I believe it's on Prime as well. Yeah, that's a good one. I think yeah. Chuck Schuldner is almost kind of like the Dave Mustaine of death metal. In a, in a way, of, yeah. I mean, he's super technical uh, guitar sorry. player. Sorry. Uh, incredible riff master. And I didn't realize he was a shredder, too. Like, he does yeah. a lot of the solos. Yeah. Like, he's, God, he's what the fuck ass. does this guy not do? Right. And I read the, the wiki on Chuck, and Chuck Schuldner, hail to Chuck Schuldner, because he was very much a fan of metal is fucking metal. You know, I want to be able to say I can listen to Death and Queensryche and yeah. the Black Album, that I can listen to all those things and not... <laughs> Sorry, I got it in early. (laughs) Just in case I forgot. Well, and he was, you know, you hear the stories about even, you know, Metallica back in the day, living out of the van, eating sandwiches and without bread and (laughs) artist style (laughs) without meat. Yeah. Uh, He did the same thing. He would, you know, haul, haul back and forth from Florida to California, you know, trying to get the deal done trying to get the record recorded and yeah but that was back then it was grassroots this is pre-internet pre-social media yeah. pre it was all diy do it yourself living out of a hey do it yourself deathcore yeah down or, by the river down by the river <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna do kind of an overview today because uh i've got a couple that i know that stand out track wise but i'll be interested to see what the the mother fellers think because I'm sure you guys probably have some favorites over the years, if you're well, familiar. Yeah, I mean, the first death song I ever heard was Pull the Plug, and it was on that uh, one of the... Compilations? One of the video movie things, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was on the... Ultimate Revenge? Ultimate yeah, Revenge, yeah. yeah. Same with Forbidden and... Yeah. yeah. Should we hear the first track of Scream Bloody Gore? Be pretty rad. To hear how death started, which... You got to check out that fucking album cover. That is a fucking, if you're flipping through the records at the mall and you see that, you're like, holy fuck, what did I just look at? Because when I first saw that, that was back in the days when you'd go over and party at friends' houses and say, yeah, man, we're just going to, yeah, we're going to hang out and watch movies. (laughs) And then you would, you know, get high and drink, you know, Mad Dog 2020 and listen to death metal. Accidentally ingest a small piece of paper. And or relaxers. See also relaxers. Yeah, Scream Bloody Gore came out in '87, but that album cover, and even seeing the logo, it's like holy shit, that's serious. They had one of the coolest logos, yeah, they did. ever. Yeah. yeah, that logo is just sick. In fact, uh, around the time this episode is aired, <laughs> it'll be a few weeks prior to the uh, release. Be the thirty or no, the thirty-fourth anniversary. Of the release, yeah, May 25th, 1987 was when Scream Bloody Gore came out. I know we're not doing a dive, I just, I can read. And I'm trying to prove to people that I'm also smart as well as pretty. So now that you know, I'm so pretty that we've never been videoed yet. 
but I'm also smart because I can read. Infernal death is what opened it. I think Billy's tentacles are working overtime to get us there. Oh, yeah. There it is. Turn them shits up. Thanks, I didn't hear you the first time. Got it. (laughs) Craig here. Thank you. Yeah, it was almost like Thrash Plus, if you think about it. It's got that, it has that death metal, uh, the echo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Has a Slayer vibe there. See, to hear this, it almost sounds like just thrash plus. Yeah. Like thrash metal, like next wave of thrash metal, because it's got elements of even Slayer to it a little bit. And this came out right about the same time as uh, <clears throat> the Rigor Mortis album. The 87? We, yeah. And kind of a similar sound there, too, yeah. with the echo and yeah. stuff. Yeah. In the mix. Well, something about that phrasing, too. Like, death metal, you know, has that very kind of darker phrasing. Like, rain, that's why Rain of Blood, I guess, is often referenced as like a death metal prerequisite. Yeah, I believe Leprosy was the next album, wasn't it? Hence the pull the plug. Yeah. We used to, I don't know why we used to do this, but me and Hodges used to jam back in the day in Ascension. Sometimes we'd start playing like, like the chorus part to pull oh, the plug yeah. and just like throw in other riffs on top of it. Like one time we'd do it and then do like the little one, you know, like that or something stupid. But we that's that riff just stuck in your head. It just fucking earwormed you. Cause yeah. Even that whole song, just dig it, dig it, dig it, ding, ding. Now I got to hear pull the plug. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, even when we were, Playing back in the day, it's oh, like play that. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just it all those things. Yeah, we get bored playing our own stuff, and then you know, pop, 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 pop. I hate to tell you guys this. Somehow it just always come up. What? No, it does sorry. not. No. Yeah, leprosy no. was released on August twelfth, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah, man. Fuck. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, August twelfth is burning everybody's fucking memory for fucking ever. Well, it is yours. Well, it's burning to mine for weird reasons that are only known to me. Shall we hear some pull the plug? I'm working on it, bitch. Oh, sorry, motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker. And that was on Combat Records, by the way. As, Leprosy, as was the first one. I think the first yeah, one was too. It was. And, and hail to combat. 
that mix a little bit from the first album. Yeah. I always think of that badass reverse headstock BC Richie had. Yeah, just like door. Here's a question. Did you guys think, I know we already said this a few times, the whole thrash plus concept, but like when I heard death, I never thought of, like this was even before death metal was really thought of. Like right. I just thought this was like the next wave of thrash. Yeah, it was just a different thrash band. Yeah. Different style is, you know, at that yeah. time. Yeah, at that time it was just, yeah. Like even with like the Dark Angel and stuff like that, it was like that whole death metal membrane was starting to develop, but we didn't really call it that yet. We just thought, damn thrash is getting darker and heavier and faster it was like you could hear it evolve but it, yeah. it was just weird looking back like we didn't think of it as death metal because i don't remember the term death metal until i got to be uh, way older i just thought that was more thrash but i was like i like it but it's definitely different yes. than other thrash i'm looking at the lineup well that's the final lineup he must have just used different bass players. Something happened. Years. It sounded like he got burned somewhere, kind of. Yeah, he used at a point, and he finally just got to where he just used touring musicians. I think to just or well, a lot kind, of different yeah. people came in from yeah, from different bands Exodus and, and Testament yeah. and kind yeah. of mustainized in a way his yeah. his band because I, I think something happened. There was a falling out somewhere. No, that bottom drummer listed on there, um, Richard the, Christie. He's one of the prank call guys on uh, the Howard Stern show. Oh, yeah. That's Dick right. Christie. <laughs> How y'all doing? It's the Dick How's your Crispy. mama now? It's the Dick. I almost thought it was a Dick Crispy. Well, that would be, that would be an yeah, old He calls one. old people and he'll just say, oh, yeah, other than that, how you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, other than that, how you doing? <laughs> it just goes on. Yeah, pretty good. Hey, pretty good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Damn, they had a lot of fucking members. Wow, that came out totally wrong. <laughs> no, I didn't. Holy shit, I didn't know that Andy LaRocque from uh, King Diamond's band played with uh, yeah. 
Interesting. There's old Dick Christie down there, Richard yeah. Christie on the drums. He's a badass drummer, too. Well, obviously, he played yeah. to death. He's got to be right. good. Yeah. Right. I think so, he played in Iced Earth brief, uh, briefly, too. Well, there's a lot of names there. Yeah. A lot. That's probably Gene Hoagland. I knew he was part of it for So basically, later. death was Chuck Schulner. And then yeah. It's kind of like Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor. Yeah. yeah. And Dave Mustaine is yeah. Megadeth. But that's fair, because, I mean, it's like when you've got that kind of vision, because I even read that Chuck was kind of a self-taught guitar player. Like he, he kind was. of learned had learned some basics, but he, which is crazy because y'all remember back in the day, like okay, we want to fit all these fucking riffs into this one killer song. So how can we do it? And mm-hmm. it's like he'd be like, uh, they don't really go together, but fuck it, I'm gonna put it in here anyway. And yeah, it sounds like it goes together. Yeah, this man was a genius. We got King Diamond, Dark Angel, Forbidden, all levels of tangentialityismness. Yeah, Andy Rock from King Diamond. He was was he in Merciful Fate too? I uh, don't know. I know Michael Denner was in Merciful Fate. I'm not sure about Andy. He's a badass. Andy Rock. No, he was with just the King Diamond band. Yeah. yeah. I think Spiritual Healing was the next album, but I'm not sure. Like I never really was too familiar. I would always hear Death in passing. Like I might hear it on Wreckage or I'd have it Same. if like a friend had it. It was kind of almost obscure thrash. I never day. owned an album. Yeah, I didn't either. But it's like I want to. I know there's a lot of awesome. I mean, like everything he did was just quality, right? And I'm way more into them now than I yeah. was when they were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm kind of the same. This, this one to me, the spiritual healing was. Oh yeah, veggie good. Yeah, was, was that was that one of the first that. ones you were really familiar with? Or? Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, I was no, I was familiar with the you know. Well, the others, but with the other two, but I probably listened to this one more than any other. Okay, at, you know, at the time, that's good context. Any personal faves 19, on this standout? Ninety style. Yeah, so that was still kind of at the peak of like thrash, like so thrash at this point had kind of already sort of reached the summit, so to speak. So thankfully, Death got to ride that wave. Yeah. I'm trying to see if any of those songs on there sound familiar. I, th- I think the other night I was listening, I just caught like the beginnings of each album. I know within my hand, With, or within the within the mind, or within the mind. Yeah, sorry. Well, yeah, I, mean, I know school what I have. For reading. Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I know what I have within my hand. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, just grab one, or would you like to see <laughs> what is within my hand? I think it's a Metallica song. <laughs> I think now I feel dirty. Somehow. Off one of the loads. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well done. <laughs> within the mind. I love that you can understand what he's saying. Yeah. You know, so many of these singers, you have no idea what the fuck they're saying. Especially with death metal. He's perfectly a nut. A nut? A nut. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking nut. 
That's another word for articulatified. Annunciation. Announced. <laughs> Announced. Announced. Announced time for the morning announcement. Brought to you by death. I may or may not have uh, killed my brain with alcohol yesterday. So. <laughs> Watching horses. It was a day drinking kind of day. It was. It's an interesting transition there. It was. Oh, that's cool. Not a kind of goth. Gilliam, do you have a personal pick off spiritual healing? It's going to be the title. I title think. track. Yeah. Title track. Shall we give it to? Never seen that. It's a strange tapping pattern. Yeah. The, the first song too is badass. That it, uh, yeah. Like, uh, I like that drum build up right there, the double bass with no snare. Yeah, for a minute I was like, yeah. a, there's no snare. And then all of a sudden you hear the toms and yeah. then the snare came in. I was yeah. like, that's pretty cool. For actually. a minute I worried. I was kind of like, oh no, I hope this isn't one of those recordings where, because sometimes if they get it wrong, it's like you hear nothing of a bass drum and like the, the snare drum just disappears. Right. But then the snare came out. I was like, ah, oh, it was. They there. did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Those cool. guys are messing with me there. And it sounded like I think the next album was Spirit or uh, Human, which I think was what they were called their breakthrough album. Apparently, it is a probably a bit more in the prog genre. Came out right yeah. before uh, Halloween there. October 20 Deuce, 1990 Uno. Let's see. Can we see the track listing there, Billiam? 
Yeah, last night I I, I got to this one and I kind of I got distracted. I guess I need to ask my doctor if Adderall is right for me again. But the only one I listened to so far off of this one was Flattening of Emotions. Do either of you gents have one that is a standout? I've I've heard the instrumental before. Uh, uh, Cosmic Sea? Yeah. How it is? <laughs> oh, it's badass. Is it? Yeah. Really William, good. do you have a fave on this I one? I bet Bill's is the I, Japanese bonus track. <laughs> God of Thunder. <laughs> See. <laughs> That's his favorite. It's time for, time for Bill Aiken's favorite bonus track. <laughs> God of Thunder. No. Hey, everybody, this is Paula Stanley. Hold on. This is pretty much the worst video ever made. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right on time. Hail to Napoleon for nailing Have it. you seen the cartoon? Of what? Napoleon. I, I have seen it. We yeah. watched it, it yesterday. Just crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> Shit. I think you got to have tons of relaxers for that. <laughs> but it's okay. got to be them doing it. check it out. I, I didn't look at it. I need to look that up. But it, everybody sounds exactly like yeah. the movie. It had to be. Yeah, that would right. be the way to have the authenticity factor. Right. It's not like they got a bunch of shit going on anyways. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Should we take well, a stroll I mean, of... across the cosmic sea? How about some or something else? suicide machine? That sounds good, too. <laughs> Bonus track, but you know, it's great. Sound of this one's much bigger. Yeah, fuller. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. That's fucking cool. It's definitely progressive. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I bet nobody could watch him. He'd like right. <laughs> nobody's allowed to watch this. Right. <laughs> he, he knows lights. what it feels like. Yeah. You're like, no. Yeah. All eyes on me. Everybody look over there. Yeah. Uh, it's one thing. Don't make him laugh. Don't make it laugh. Right. <laughs> right. It's one thing when you're on stage or you're in the jam room and you're mm. playing or whatever, because yeah. everybody's doing their thing. But when all, all the music's focused. done yeah. and you're in a booth by yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's screaming bloody murder. Yeah, it's, I mean, hence the. It's weird. <laughs> but can you imagine doing that and playing riffs and fucking doing soloing? Yeah. 
It's kind of like you have to have a healthy degree of, all right, you're looking at me. I'm aware of it. It's fine. Well, I mean, you, you know, like you said, you can tell, you can tell where he wanted to go. Yeah. He was heading way more progressive, way more into that. It was almost power metal. Yeah. Like it it was almost progressive to the point of being not overly progressive, but it was, it was like you couldn't match it. Yeah. And each production got better. Unlike most death bands that, each production gets worse. Yeah. On purpose. Individual thought patterns. I remember even even like the album titles, you could hear the progression and the progressiveness of the album titles. Uh-huh. Which for the record, let's just state that progressive is only cool when it comes to metal. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> when it comes to referring to shit that's progressive, I don't give a fuck about anything else, but it's fine for metal. If you have progressive food that sounds like it might get more and more delicious with each bite which i'm also in support of but only really progressive as it relates to metal is what i'm a fan of <laughs> i was reading the the beavis and butthead reference about this album oh yeah oh, individual thought patterns well the song the philosopher had a video <laughs> oh yeah that that i <laughs> beavis and butthead yeah, i dig the state thing. the boy for the video for jeremy yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that Jeremy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shall we hear a tad of the philosopher? It's a good song. It is a good song. I can't do it as good as Chuck did. That Chuck was a blessing. He was, he was. a blessing. Gone way too soon. Yeah. Yes. Rest in power, Mr. Scholdener. Almost sensitive. He really got his guitar sound. Clearer, yeah, like sharper. The video for this cool, like, look at that kid, he was running backwards. <laughs> uh, think Jeremy's spoken. Yeah, hey, Beavis, look at him, he's running backwards. He's stupid. <laughs> Any other big picks off this one for either you guys? Oh, that would have Stand been it. Once, the, philosopher. the philosopher. Yeah, I love that. That's a killer. T- I mean, that's a good closer too. Yeah. The song titles. I mean, his lyrics were very cerebral. That's definitely a read those lyrics pretty much across any death album. Yeah, for sure. Which also a component of progressive metal, which is awesome. The lyrical aspect. Now, symbolic. I think it was that intro for me. Nineteen ninety-five. Damn. So at this point, grunge was entrenched, but metal was still powering through. 
the grunge-infected 90s. Not infected, but, you know, there's there's a little Hatfield-McCoy action, I guess, with the thrash metal community and the grunge community. Ah, damn. Whoa. Sorry. No, you're good. Is this the tiddly track? Symbolic. So also, yes. Progressive Death Crash 4. That one little part. Try to try there. Yeah. That's That drummer was fucking happy. This is still huggling. What do you say? Yeah, man. That's a killer opener right there, yeah. for sure. I need to listen to that one again. That was yeah. I think this is going to prompt some death homework for sure, most indubitably. And I think now we're at the last one, which would be the sound of perseverance. This would be um, Richard Christie's only album with him. <clears throat> the only one. I hate to say it, and I don't, I don't even want to. It's not. It's not black album related. I just want to get that out of the way. But I want to say it. <laughs> I can't read Richard Christie's name without thinking of a certain song from a certain band from the 80s. Richard Christie, oh, oh you're drunk. <laughs> Sorry. That's where I went with it. I, I read it and I hear the rhythm of just saying the words and... Sorry, it's Night Ranger for me. All right, don't ever do that again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's definitely not in the metal. You're putting the dollar in the jar. Okay. Oh, they did Painkiller on this one. I forgot that. Oh, that's right. The, that was a Bone Us track, wasn't it? And uh, that this, I think it's also included Sean Reinert on drums, which I think we covered him on the three badass drummers that had passed 
last year at one point. Not Richard Christie. Scroll back up there. Sorry, Billy. You said drums. Uh, well, no, Richard Christie's on this, but there was a note somewhere up there about uh, Sean. There it is. Breakthrough album for drummer and later radio star Richard Christie and the tradition of previous drummers like Gene Hoagland and Sean Reiner. Okay, so the Sean Reiner reference was just the talking about tangentiality to being a drummer for death. But yes, so sorry, but you can still go check out that episode that we had. I'll make a note of it. Okay. Did y'all have one that stood out for you on this here one? I'd really like to hear the Painkiller cover, but uh, well, even beyond that, let's we'll, yeah. we'll we'll still keep that on the board. But, okay. Yeah. But you get an you get an extra pick since that one's already on the board. <laughs> I Personal see the favorite. List. I don't remember them by uh, by name. This is one of those ones that you know it's just on, and it's good. Right. The one I'm familiar with looking at the title is uh, Flesh and the Power It Holds. I was going to say, probably the first track's the only one I've heard is Scavenger of Human Sorrow. <clears throat> Shall I give both of those a little bit of a listen and finish out with the painkiller? Wouldn't bother me one bit there, much, uh, Matthew. William, Scavenger. if your tentacles will allow it. Remastered. Just warming up. Just stretching. It just got better and better. Right out of the gate, yeah. Pretty, pretty cool straight, huh? <laughs> That's a lot going on. Sounds like like this is the album when all of Chuck's inner tentacles came out and he basically played all the instruments at the same time and produced it <laughs> right. and fucking did everything. Right. So the vocals so are way sharp. Like, yeah. like with each album, it's like you can hear the crispness because everything is very like yeah. you can understand like that was they rain and blooded the vocals basically. Yeah. Right. Because they were right, right in your right face. Right. What was that other one there? I said the flesh, flesh. the power it holes. Power it holes. Somebody got a knocker pedal for Christmas. Yeah. Well, this would have been late 90s, so it probably would have been about right. Thank you. 
very proud. Yeah. Very proud. Got more pterodactyly yeah. toward the end, yeah. Like, but really, really sharp and focused. Okay, I, I'm excited about this painkiller cover because I'm not sure if I did. Or did we play it on our covers episode? I think we played it on our covers episode. <laughs> <laughs> first one. Then. Well, since Russell wasn't here when we did it first, shall we play it again? Or is that too much to ask? <laughs> Sounded like you both liked the idea of playing uh, it. Yes, I would yes. like to hear it personally. Yes. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Damn. This is supposed to be Cookie Monster. Yeah. Yeah. We can fucking nail yeah, obviously it. Obviously, oh, range. Yeah, quite a way. Damn. Sounds like a song they should do. Yeah. thing that David Lee Roth used to have when he screamed it sounded like he had two voices yeah you know what I mean it's yeah. almost like a yeah there's a name for that I forget what it is but it's, I know what you, you mean. know those train whistles you blowing and yeah. it's got a couple of holes How's that? that's sorry that's, that's visual you wouldn't have heard it <laughs> yeah. it's a little smaller God than God that. <laughs> anyway. talking about myself anyway <laughs> the, this <laughs> train whistle <laughs> yeah 
It's like this. Yeah. They have these whistles. That, it's like a big wooden thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you put your mouth up to it. <laughs> it's got a couple of holes in the end. A couple. <laughs> Dose of those babies. So you pierced or what? <laughs> oh, man, that was great. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're very welcome, sir. And thank God we don't have video of that. Yeah. I want to pimp a friend of mine's son's band, Actus Reyes. Yes. I want to get, uh, maybe we get a show uh, soon with like more Newstom or, you know, some some of the newer. Always more Newstom, yeah, Russell. Some of the newer stuff. Yeah, we'll play it for sure. Yeah, I'll show. And, uh, we listened to it earlier at the break. and uh, yeah. Or yeah. excuse me, earlier before the show. Say, they've been around for, you know, they're like us where we were around, you know, like six years together. Right. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, very impressive. Um, are you guys familiar with the Control Denied? No, I knew that was one of like another project Chuck was doing. Was that like an instrumental only stuff, or was it just more? No, it was proggy stuff, or like was, a whole other band. Yeah, it was where he was clean vocals, clean vocals. Oh, really? Yeah. That was it. Him singing, or was it a different yes. singer? I, I think there might have been him and or somebody else. Let's check it out here real quick. Control Denied started in 1996. Okay, so it looks like that was uh, Chuck's brainchild for the more melodic than the more deathy of deathness. So I guess it was probably more him going full prog, or like yes. melodic prog in a way. Have y'all ever heard any of it? I know, I know there was the. Um, I played a bit of it the other day. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 power metal. Yeah. Do you, would you care to? I'm getting ready. Pick to, your aka fixing favoritos. You're repairing, Russell. Do you have uh, repairing? I got my tools. Tools. <laughs> Dad's got an awesome set of tools. I can fix it. Russell, are you familiar? Or? No, I've never heard of it. So I'd like to. Uh, I think, from what I recall reading, it sounded like he was wanting to move toward, like that was his ultimate goal, I guess, as a musician to kind of move toward that kind of thing. But I guess it would be a better fit by itself than throwing that in with death. Right. Well, it definitely got more prog with death. But Yeah. Let's see. Chuck Schulner, Same Steve DiGiorgio, Shannon Ham. Okay. Tim Amar did vocals from 97 to 2001. Looks like Chuck did them early and then briefly another time. So depending on what we hear, I guess we'll depend on exactly which yeah. vocalist we're hearing. Alright, let's do Consumed. Consumed by the Control Denied from the Fragile Art of Existence. Okay, so this is with Tim Amar on vocals, not Joe Schilder. Used to be 
Philadelphia based progressive metal band Pharaoh. He's a fucking good singer. Definitely have to be checking more of this out. Yeah, but, um, I remember seeing in that doc that that towards the end he was like, "Why do I have to keep singing? I don't want to sing anymore. I don't, yeah. I don't, you know." But he was the face of death, right? right he was right. the sound of death. He was the vocals, right. so you know. But I guess for him to get out of singing, then it kind of sort of became the death of death. I think he became such a good guitar player that he just wanted to play guitar, right? Well, I get that too, because I would imagine that if you're singing and do, you know you're singing and you're writing the lyrics and you're playing rhythms and you're doing leads it's like hey man can i just sit back and yeah. chill and let somebody else handle some of that shit here is expect the unexpected i guess this is maybe with chuck and vocals and chuck singing, yeah. the 1996 demo is that what it is i know this is still okay so we're still in the same not on the demo room Denied the album. I think they only had this one album, no? Yeah. Well, I just noticed demos down there. I was like, oh, it's off of that. No, it's not. Sorry, I knew it. I think these are this original release. Yeah. Are all the demos. Bonus track stuff, yeah. That's Chuck. Sounds like a death. Yeah. Here it comes one more time. Sounds like death. That does, yeah. Is it him or the other guy? I think it's Chuck. It almost sounds like they're trading off, sort of. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. I was going to say, if any of you kind folks out there who are more familiar or who are deeply familiar and could clarify that for us, you can give us a call at 980-666-8182 and tell us where we're wrong. Fuck yeah. Or that, too. Anyway. And then, of course... Um, and he unfortunately passed of brain cancer, I believe, right? Yeah, he was uh, 34. Yeah. Young and. He was only 34 years old. 2001. I almost wonder if he was kind of like. Remember that movie Phenomenon? It was a John Travolta movie where oh, he was yeah, like yeah, an yeah. alien gave him all this crazy brain power and he did all this stuff. And it was like he. It was like a blowtorch on full blast and it just kind of burned out. Not to say that Chuck burned out, but I wonder if he had all that brilliance and all that creativeness and just unleashed it and then no more i think shit just happens man yeah unfortunately but you know what every time i hear him sing i don't know why it's like i see his face and it's like i see a face with like veins popping out everywhere because i feel like sing from the neck that's why corpse grinder is so good you know it's like how the fuck do you do that because i can just see like all the veins popping out of his fucking head as he's doing it but yeah brain cancer what a shitty, shitty weird way to... Yeah, I think he up. ultimately got taken out by pneumonia while he was in treatment. Uh, going through chemo and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, chemo is such an effective treatment. 
I guess, I guess in a weird way, because I think this goes across the spectrum of any and all artists. But you ever notice how you've got artists that they don't ever make it like super bigly, but then you get some that they're like that kind of the artist artist. It's almost like Chuck was sort of like the the thrash metalist metalist in a way, or the I don't know what I'm trying to say. It sounds like nonsense, but almost kind of like the, for the back of the room, so to speak. Yeah, because it was like so ahead of its time. Like even now, we're still digesting it. It's like fuck. Listen to all the other stuff that he's affected with his greatness. So yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Totally uh, pointless ramble. That makes but, two of us, but you know what? I respect it, and uh, by God, you can say it all over again if you want to. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Uh, look, y'all, you can call this. Hey, guys, this is Ron from the Rib Lounge. You can call this number if you want and uh, put in your order for our sriracha sibin, um uh, shroom kebabs. They're real, real good, and the, the Rib Lounge dancers love it. But give us a call down here, 980-666-8182. Uh, place your to-go order now. Thanks, fellas. Hey, um, you guys listen to the new Campbell Corpse that just dropped? I have not. I have not previewed or partaken of all the tracks but the mm. things that i have heard and like the ads and such yeah. sound fucking killer like yeah. it to me because i haven't really kept up too much with candle corpse as of recent but during i think it's the 2010s decade i was right all over it but i mean this sounds heavier more focused sharper yeah definitely be checking that shit out yes we shall anyway we will continue on with more and more death metal and more and more chuck schuldener and the death because this was just an overview because we need to get familiar indeed anyway thank you all for listening have a joyous rest of your day start your weekend early just start drinking at 9 30 your boss doesn't have to know yeah it's a thursday or whenever you're listening to this <laughs> Anyway, drive that forklift. Bill might totally get, get <laughs> cut that out. Anyway, thank you for listening, and until the next. Till the next. Till the next. All right. Till the next what? Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to get the final word. <laughs> Wait, do we have a black album reference, or did I? You did. Okay, I Trust just wanted me. to be sure. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one. That one might be cut out. Do we have a? Do we have a core? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do we have a core for this one? Chuck core. Ah, what the hell. Shoulder prog death core. It's too busy, isn't it? It's pretty busy. It's Chuck core is pretty good. It's a mouthful. Chuck, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Indeed. It's like, will he keep it or will he not? Find out on the next episode. <laughs> All right, later. All right, see ya. Bye. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy their shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce mm. you can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes a podcast or whatever the fuck it's called today right. but now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John Paul George and Ringo anyway I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget that's a mouthful damn they had a lot of fucking members I know within my hand it's like a big wooden thing. I know what I have within my hand. That's a mouthful. I need mini me. Did that so. just move? Okay. I like tool. The number you have reached nine eight zero six 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 eight one eight two is in service and ready to receive. Thank you. <laughs>